Well, welcome to a another edition, November edition of Movie Torture. And I'm here today. I like long pauses. This is I was thinking you were stroking out there for a moment. <laughs> I was going to call an EMT. Especially, I love it when Brad goes to open his mouth and then I say something before he says something. Uh, but I'm here with uh, my co-host, Brad. What's up, Raj? Uh, I'm here, man. Just a, it's another week. Another we're, week. We're in the middle of worst of the year. Yep. I'm just pausing <laughs> like you. <laughs> that voice you hear is producer Gary. What's up? Producer Gary's dressed tonight like a hypnotic, a hypnotist. He has his gold chain, he has his clock, and he's trying to hypnotize us into thinking he's a real-life producer. I thought he was going to dress. <laughs> I thought wow. I thought he was wow, going to dress Brad. more like a... Um, uh, we call it tea, tea reader or uh, tarot reader. Tar- no, Ooh, not, not tarot. Not tar- I, well, you said well, I guess tea could reader. Be, yeah, he's know. dressed like a Hawaiian agent in this movie. Oh he's got God. his Hawaiian shirt on, but that red jacket. Is that a red jacket that they wear? All those agents. Oh yeah, right. in yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez, <laughs> this movie. Before we get started, though, we have a sponsor. And I love that we get sponsors. Roger, what's our sponsor tonight? And, and what's awesome is our sponsors, we're like the first uh, sponsor that, I mean, we're the first that use them as a sponsor, you know? And so today we have this really cool thing. We like to get up and comers, right? Exactly. Something yeah. that you just, you've never heard of and just makes you want to have it even more. Have you, hey, Brad, have you ever been late for work and got stuck behind left lane Lucy? Oh my gosh. I hate that. And all you want to do is you want to give her a little nudge just to get her out of your way. Well, now you can with NASCAR. NASCAR is a special permit that you can use once a month to knock that pesky driver off the road with no repercussions. It comes with a privacy license plate cover to avoid those pesky coppers. It also includes a super tinted window covers to avoid Lucy's harsh gaze and finger gestures. So if you want to drive like a stock car driver, get NASCAR, and you can bump, bump and grind just like one. Well, so we can't see the middle finger with this NASCAR, right? How well, much? How- it's not as much as you. I guess it, you can you can pro- probably see the finger, but at least this way they can't see who you are. Oh, they're we're blocked yeah, out. So, they they're just flipping so off flipping, NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. So, and I love NASCAR. And I'm gonna I, go buy one right one. now. Hey, we've got people that we know that uh, I, I would hate to give them one of these. Your wife, man, you know. Whew, she's a horrible driver. Uh, she needs NASCAR. I, I wouldn't say she's horrible. She is. She just I drives for like my a NASCAR wife. driver. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give NASCAR. I'm, thank you, NASCAR. There's a Christmas gift. There it is. Go. We will gift everyone on staff at Movie Torture NASCAR. Stocking stuffer. Gary, producer Gary can't drive, so he can definitely use uh, NASCAR. That's why your second wife left you because you couldn't drive. But if you'd only had NASCAR. Mm. At the time of your second marriage, boom, producer Gary's still a married man. (laughs) (laughs) Raj, what movie is NASCAR sponsoring tonight? Uh, Hypnotic. Oh, my gosh. Hypnotic uh, came out here this year, of course, in 2023. Uh, It was released in um, May 12th here in the United States. Uh, It had a budget 
of $65 million. Whoa, hold on. 65 large for this thing? Yeah. I'm baffled by that. Did Ben Affleck well, get be, paid $35 You'll be even more baffled by the box office. The box office was $13.4 million. <sighs> I'm not baffled by that. I'm yeah. more baffled that it cost $65 million to make this movie. Yeah. So this movie uh, was directed and um, written by Robert Rodriguez, who um, one of the interesting things I found out about him, uh, he um, used a lot of his family to help out with the production of this movie. He said, my son Rebel now is a full-time composer uh, who composed on the movie. My other son, Racer, is my co-writer, producer. My daughter, Rihanna, is doing storyboards. My other son, Rogue, is doing anim- Andermatrix and because he's uh, using his game engine stuff that he designed the sets for heroes with. And then my other son, Rocket, edits with me. So it's a family affair. Or a nepotistic affair, right? Well, my first thing is, is how bad do you hate your kids to call them Rocket, Rogue, and Racer and Rebel. I was going to say those are power names. I don't think so. But if you're a rocket, you can't be 400 pounds. A racer, you can't be 400 pounds. Can we still make fat jokes now that we're losing weight? Uh, yeah, I think we so. Can? We're still I, a part I'm of that club. Still, I'm still on the the Marge Large Club. Nah, you know? you've lost a lot of weight. I've lost a lot of weight, but I'm I'm still above three bills. So, <laughs> you know. So it's, I, it's pretty awesome. So in, in, unless I was wearing shoulder pads every Sunday on, you know, that that would be legit three, you know, can't really call me fat then, but You're not fat. Yeah. But so. the fact that he employs his kids, you can tell by this movie yeah. that he has non-professionals trying to do professional work mm. in this movie. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I, um oh, there's so much to unpack in this movie. There, there, there's a line I, I want to give, you know, about Robert, but... Um, Robert Rodriguez? Yep. Okay, so he's made Desperado, which was really good. He's made Spy Kids, the whole Spy Kid trilogy. <sighs> Didn't care for that. He <sighs> made From Dust Till Dawn, which was really good. Uh, he made Planet Terror. I mean, I'm doing this off the top of my head, listeners. And Once Upon a Time in Mexico, that was pretty good. El Mariachi, I think that's like a trilogy. El Mariachi. 1992 action film. Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico were all Antonio Benditas. Antonio Benditas. Uh But yeah, what has he done lately? I don't think he's done much at all lately, right? Let's pull it up. We'll I think it's out. all been crap. Well, we know this one was. Um uh, machete. Oh, I did see Machete. That was machete. pretty good. That was a gosh. That was ten years ago, right? Two thousand five, maybe. Oh my gosh, that was eighteen years ago. Oh, that was two thousand ten. Excuse me. Okay, that's still yeah, his last years two ago. is yeah, Spy Kids Armageddon. <laughs> um, we can be heroes. That was on Netflix. <laughs> um, Red Eleven. Never heard of it. Attila, 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 or something like that. Some Battle Angel, Sin City. Sin City was weird, but that was a long time ago. I think and that was a Harvey Weinstein movie. I think that was before I was even married. That was 2014. No, he did one. 
that Sin City was in the early there's, two. There's one that's Sin City, a dame to, to kill. Oh, for. that's the sequel. I never watched that one. When yeah. would the original one come out? Yeah, uh, that one came out. Um, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. That's definitely a future movie torture. Oh, by the way, 2005. Yeah, I went to the theater and saw Sin City. Same year that Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl came out. That might be a future. I, I think Robert Rodriguez. He's if got, we wanted to, he could be yeah, movie torture. He could gold. easily move into the uh, movie torture Hall of Fame. He uh, is moving that way. You know, that's what we need to do. Uh, why not talk about this right now while we're recording? Okay. We need to, as, as we go along, we've had a handful of actors appear in multiple movies. Let's Okay, let's try to think of right while we're sitting here who they were. Um, we, whoa, I'm really putting this on the spot. Uh, what's his name? Was in Fire, uh, what's that crappy Steven Seagal movie we watched? John C. McGinley. Yeah. Was in the Steven Seagal movie. Yeah. And uh, another movie we watched recently, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy's movie boasted David Koechner. Yeah. Who appeared mentally challenged in that movie, right? Mm -hmm. And he was also in, was it a guy thing? We could play this game where we're trying to... Yeah, uh, he was a creepy... Uh, Creepy dad or something in one of the movies. Uh, uh, yes. and Creepy stepdad. Cursed had Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Who also appeared in... He's in another movie, right? Yeah. Uh, the one with the werewolf. That was Cursed. Yeah. That's the only Jesse Eisenberg movie we've had? No, there was another one. Well, Judy, what? Well, I was going to say William Fitchner, who's in this one that we're doing, was in TMNT. Or the, the yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one we did. Yeah. Um, oh wow. So which one was William Fickner? The oh the the, the yeah. yeah the I was wondering the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, eighty for Brady. We had Jane Fonda, yeah. who also appeared in Hannah's favorite movie, The Book Club. Yeah. So we've got a bunch of two timers, but have we had a three timer? Maybe we ought to do like Saturday Night Live rather than doing a five timer. We do a four timer, and then that 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 they get a they get a jacket for the yeah. Like okay, now stipulation: Do they have to have a, at least a ten minute ten minute role in the movie, right? Can't or can it be a cameo? Uh, like if David Spade's in another movie, then now he's yeah, done it has to be bench warmers. It has to be a big part because you know Saturday Night Live they they make their it's like how many times they hosted, not appeared on. So so yeah, we should. So we should. so really, Jane Fonda's the leader of the clubhouse because she starred in two movies. Yes, like big time in them. Yeah. Yeah. So I like how we've had a five minute conversation mm -hmm. on Hall of Fame worthiness for crap movies. Um, before we start, though, I I would like to remind the audience to leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, we we would You're like actually giving away a prize for that, aren't you? Are you still is that I'm still open? Well, no, for yeah. Okay, <laughs> somebody's already one. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to read a review because I think we should read what people write. We sure. will read. We will read your reviews. Yeah. If you write them. And this one is from Herb the Perv. So obviously Herb is perved. Both I didn't know Gary the, had a brother. Yeah, this is Gary, producer <laughs> Gary's brother. Both of these guys are absolutely awesome. I like how I said both. He leaves producer Gary out. <laughs> both of these guys. Well, maybe guys, he was right? talking about you and Gary. Yeah, and what, me what, out. A, what a brother yeah. to leave me out. Yeah. <laughs> they kept me entertained the whole time and never lost my interest. 
I loved listening to Brad. He is a hoot. I'd love to meet him. I wrote this. No, I didn't write this. I did not write this. My my code name is not Herb the Perv. What is your code name? <laughs> it's not that. It's code name is oh, okay. Balls. <laughs> but yeah, so leave us a review. We'd love to read your review on air. But back to this. We do need a Hall of Famer. A Hall of Fame. So, yeah, so we, yeah. now we need to keep Hey, tasks. again, that's that's another great thing for our listeners. Uh, give us some Hall of Fame ideas. You know, like, you know, what we should do. Should, should we have a special award? Um, you know, like a, a golf trophy or a, a bowling trophy or something like that. And present it to the actor? Maybe send it to him in the mail. Oh, my gosh. Say, Wait, are we gonna, so are we going to go to a Goodwill and find, like, some random – Little statuette. Is that what you're no, saying? No, Roger's saying let's make one, have one made specifically for Jane Fonda so she can never <laughs> find it. <laughs> Movie torture hall of fame. Why don't we just take Fifty bucks, light it on fire, and videotape it, and show the movie torture fans. And it could what? be a turkey. The turkey could be the uh, <laughs> yeah. the uh, the symbol, and maybe we could cut out like a, their face and put it on there on the face of the turkey, you know. Or something we like could that. do that, but I mean, we could just burn money because everyone who goes to see all these movies we yeah. review burn money. Patrick Dempsey, he has been in two movies. The we've Halloween, done. right? When he in the Halloween, one of the Halloweens. No, it was one of the scary movies. He was in Can't Buy Me Love yeah. and Scream 3. Yeah, well, well I guess that's not really a scary movie, I guess. It's but, not. Yeah. It's not scary at all. And, uh, yeah, so we have that. It's, and Judy Greer's been in, I think she's been in two. Yeah. She was in Curse, and she was in, I know everybody's just thinking, why are we going through the... What what other movie was Judy Greer in? She was in Cursed and wasn't oh oh no Roger we totally forgot about the leader in the clubhouse Uma Thurman oh yeah she's been the solid three yeah Johnny Be Good Johnny Be Good uh, superhero one Batman Batman and Robin and my super ex girlfriend yeah she is the leader in the she clubhouse. is the yeah by. Uh, big big time. And her wig yeah. has been in two of the three. So we'll induct her and her wig. Her wig needs to be inducted <laughs> for sure because that's ugly every time. I think she just shows up at the movie set with the wig. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brad. It's okay. time it's time Let's for the, the, the one yeah, it's the one one minute synopsis of hypnotic. <laughs> this movie's so hard that to understand. That was Brad doing the, the long pause again. So No, I'm just, this movie's, okay, so Ben Affleck is a police officer? De yes. Detective. Yeah. And his kid is missing, and there's a weird guy who can hypnotize by just talking to you. He gets the lady to take her shirt off and say she's really hot. And she was attractive. Though. She was. Okay. Yeah. She was not hot. She like was sweaty. hot, like, sweaty yeah. hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he stops a bank robbery, grabs a photo, says, "Who is Lana Del Rey?" Or whatever that lady's name. Lana yeah. Del Rey's a singer, I think. <laughs> Lev Del Rey. Lev Del Rey. Yeah. And um, <laughs> then he finds a he finds the lady from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Remember when he stops in there and asks for his fortune? Oh, yeah. Pee-wee, oh, he yeah. finds that lady, except younger and a little bit hotter. Yeah. And he takes the gypsy, and they're on the run, and finds out the gypsy's actually his wife. And <laughs> who's been brainwashed. Who's been brainwashed, finds his daughter. They kill everyone. 
and his daughter has the biggest powers of all, and that's and then they live happily ever after. Weird movie, hard to understand. It was glad it's over, but that's your quick. Uh, I love how I can incorporate Pee Wee's Big Adventure into the synopsis. You remember <laughs> that, right? When he's she's like looking at his photos and goes, yeah. "You will have a bike." Yeah. <laughs> that's what. We- <laughs> he goes trying to find his bike. Way better movie than this. The things you remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell them large march sent ya. <laughs> that was the scariest part of that yeah. movie. As a kid, I would crap myself when I saw that. <laughs> Literally. I would have to go change my diaper. Okay, back to hypnotic. Anything but hypnotic. <laughs> All right, so let's start off from the beginning here. Uh, so he was sitting in with a therapist. Mm. First, I want to say, I knew this movie was going to be bad when it said, brought to you by Ketchup Entertainment. Yeah, I just saw that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, Ketchup Entertainment. Yeah. It was more of, I think, more of a mayonnaise, but <laughs> it was, I like I mayonnaise, but this uh, Robert Rodriguez likes uh, ketchup, obviously. I would think it'd be more of like a uh, tartar sauce or something. In this name. You know, I What's a real bitter... Yeah. Um, anyway, so pickle, he's sitting there juice. talking to the therapist. Yeah, so he's sitting there talking to the therapist, and you know she's clicking her pen on her thing, you know, on her pad or whatever, and uh, he's like coming out of it. Um, so he he's had like one. I don't know how many counseling sessions did he have before he was allowed to go back on the force. I don't. I and, don't know, but I love the trope of the therapist where you're like. First off, Ben Affleck's doing a weird voice in this movie. Yeah. He's yeah. more like this right here. Like Batman, it, yeah. It's a Batman voice, but weirder. Yeah. And and then they're like, oh, your time's up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, it would make me so mad in therapy if I'm in the middle of something. And they're like, oh, your time. See, I would be conscientious of my time. Like, she would say, tell me about this. And I would look at my watch and go, yeah, I'm not even starting that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm just not starting it. So, yeah. He he gets up and leaves. I don't know. It was yeah. A, do we ever see the therapist again? Yes. We do. Yeah. She when they they all show back up in the facility or wherever she was there. See, I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was one of the ones. I there. was actually watching this movie on my phone in line to get my oil changed. What? <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna cram this in, man. I and then I got up there. I waited 35 minutes to get my oil changed. It's one of those where you sit in the car. I pulled up. And they go, oh, we're out of your filters. And I'm like, I've literally been here 35 minutes waiting for yeah. like, and they're like, sorry. So I had to go sit in another line somewhere else to get my so oil So you change. should have got your oil change and car inspection done at the same time. Yeah, I should have. My wife goes, we wish we could change our own oil. And I said, I'm not getting under the car so it can fall on me. Yeah. <laughs> at least you're small enough to fit. I can't fit under mine to do it. You so. will soon. She could go there and just kick it. Like, <laughs> I make her mad enough. Anyway, so uh, back to this crap movie. Yeah, so uh, basically it just goes all the way around the world. It's, uh, you know, it seems like it, it was just such a difficult follow. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Have you ever been, anybody ever been hypnotized? No, I haven't. I could see, I could see producer Gary wanting to get hypnotized. Why? Why? I would just like to see you hypnotized. Producer Getty, 
What? You were very sleepy. Why is the dude Indian? That's what they do in the movie. You were falling asleep and you go, I am Sounds asleep. like a special needs Indian. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he goes, I'm falling asleep. And then he goes, what's on your brain? And producer Gary goes, cats. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Furry now, cats. Now, for some for a guy that was a detective, I feel like he missed a lot in this movie. Like Ben Affleck. Like, is yeah. he a detective though? I thought that's what he was supposed to be. I think it they says, just made no, him it one. It says Austin Police Department detective. Like, so. like when he was sitting on the bench, there was some weird. I just wrote weird conversation. I don't. I was half asleep when I was watching this movie. But uh, <laughs> is he really a detective, or did they make him one in this scenario? Because I think he's a scientist who has the power of hypnosis. Well, he's not a scientist, but he's he was born with supposedly with the 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 gift. But did they make him a detective so they he could lead them to her? Yeah, that's what. So I don't think he was a detective, but I like how he was quick to correct when he walked in. They're like, "It's a it's a pig. It's a police officer." He goes, "Detective." Yeah, I'm like, do you would you correct somebody, Gary? Like when they saw you, if they said, "That's a podcast," you go, "Producer," maybe. You would? Nah, nah. Not, none of us in here are not, that pompous. Not, not, not a random person. I might do it as a joke. No. You do sign all your autographs, producer Gary. I do. Yeah, that I do. I like how Roger just sitting there for a moment, just looking. I was looking at my notes for something to uh, to bring up. You know, something. To I, I like how discussion. I like how when they get to the bank, it just says bank. bank. <laughs> it yeah. just says bank. I imagine like home. And that, police, stu- police. And a lot department. of that stuff makes sense after they get to the part at the end where they're like showing it was all like a movie set. Yeah. And, yes, uh, it does. But in the beginning, I'm like, what? So, so did William Fickner, whatever his name is in this movie, I really don't give a crap. Del Rey. Del Rey. It, did he just want to see that girl take her shirt off? Um. Was he really a hypnotist, or were they just all acting? To make this go. Well, that was my question. It was like, they're like magic or superheroes I, or something, I, right? I, I that think, can do this. I think they they had the hypnotic gift, um, but Ben Affleck had the strongest in the daughter. The daughter and Ben Affleck had the strongest because he couldn't really be – he could be hypnotized to a certain point, but not – you know, but so, but again, was he hypnot- Was he telling her you're hot so she would take her shirt off, or was that part of the gig? Like, we hired you to take your shirt off and stand out in front of a sprinkler. I didn't. I didn't look long enough at the people in the red jackets to see like if everybody, if if she was just like a, you know, one of the 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 people. I mean, like you know, the cops that were got you know shot each other. They were red jackets, right? Yeah, it seemed like everybody was. But I don't remember. Her, I don't remember the blonde lady. Um, being one of the red red coat people, because she had kind of a mole, so you could kind of distinguish her face with the mole. But she's like, "I'm very hot." I'm so very he was watching this on his phone. And he was able to see a, a mole. On <laughs> no, right. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm getting my crap movies mixed up. No, yeah, I don't know. Um, I was trying to think of what okay. else. Go ahead, Gary. Well, I don't know. I just thought. This this whole I didn't find it 
not that it was supposed to be believable, but I didn't find a lot of it believable. Like, Ben Affleck got shot point blank with a shotgun and didn't, just got up. Just some of the, the what, would, what would they call that, plot armor? I don't know. I, yeah. I might have I skipped around a little bit. Well, you know, and one of the things I found out, like, uh, you know, maybe maybe this is why the, this didn't do as good at the box office. It came out the same weekend that uh, Book Club, the next chapter, came out. So, oh which gosh. may end up being another. That's going to be a torture. future movie torture. Yeah. Hannah's Hannah's ready for that one. I'm sure and that would be the first same weeker. We, you know, that to have two movies that came out the same week. Oh my gosh, that we would we would review. Hey, did this movie even get advertised very much? I can't even remember seeing. I had never heard of it. It did a little bit. I, I thought about going to see it in theaters, but I didn't. Aren't you glad you dodged that bullet, Roger? I am. I am. So, <laughs> well, this this would have been another one where Roger, would have, Roger, you're, you're, Brad, you're the only one that ever goes. I was actually in theaters when this came yeah. out. Some Roger of the old, some of the older ones, I, I I did, but I just yeah. I, I'm a Ben Affleck fan. I like Ben Affleck, but his voice is weird. I want the normal Ben Affleck voice. I don't understand why Rodriguez was like, I want you to deepen your voice, Ben. I want you to sound like this. Now, is his real voice the Boston accent voice that he does on the Dunkin' Donuts it has commercial? to be, right? This know. can't be his real voice. There's less movies with this than that. I do. I did love his voice in uh, the hunting. Uh, Good Will hunting. hunting, yeah. Good Gary hunting. Yeah. How about them apples? Custodial engineer. Yeah. Uh, but Ben Affleck, good actor. He's a good actor, good director. He directs really good movies. The Town is an excellent movie. Oh, Town's movie. one of my favorites. It yeah. is a great movie. Good Will Hunt. Underrated director. But why? The, the one where he's the basketball coach, the alcoholic basketball coach. I haven't coach. seen that. Is that good? That's really good. Did he direct? He didn't direct that, right? I'm not sure. What? Why, why does Ben Affleck choose to be in such movie tortures? Maybe he had an ode to favor to Robert Rodriguez. I don't know. I mean, I'm shocked Ben Affleck's not kin to him. He puts everybody else in his movies that are kin, so... Argo. Argo is really good. He directed Argo. Air. Air this year? Yeah, Air's good. Air's really good. Argo's good. The Town is good. Gone Baby Gone, I've seen. That's a pretty good movie. And Live by Night, I've never watched. I don't remember that one. It's a group of Boston-bred gangsters set up shop in balmy Florida during the Prohibition era. Uh, I may have seen that one. I just forgot the name. He wrote it. It's from 2016. I may have saw that. That was so. Air was the first movie he's directed since 2016. Good director. I, I, I just don't understand why he's in this movie. Yeah. Like I feel like anybody could have been this character. He is wasted in this movie. Uh, it could have been he needed to have some more alimony and child support to go to uh, Jennifer Gardner. Maybe. Yeah. I'm looking up. Keep talking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know where we were. I'm at. looking to see uh what he uh what he got paid uh for this movie. How much did Ben Affleck get paid? Cuz um it doesn't really say but it is the biggest flop of the year, is what it says here, in percentage mm. to what it took in. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, we're, we're stuck in this. 
How much has Ben Affleck paid for a hypnotic? Uh, $15 million. He was paid more than this movie made. Oh, wow. Mm. Hypnotic cast and their salary. Here we go. Ben Affleck, $15 million. Uh, the Gypsy, $1 million. William Fickner, Three hundred fifty thousand. See, so basically, the box office didn't even have enough to pay Ben Affleck for doing the film. No, uh, his cop friend, um, the one that we'll talk about, who rips his one hundred twenty thousand. Uh, the dude with the tats on his face, eighty thousand. Jeff. Oh, Fah- you know who that? You know who uh, Jeff Fahey is, don't you? Yeah, lawnmower, lawnmower man, right? Uh, he's also the. Kelly from Bad News Bears. Ah, uh, well, he was only in it for what uh, two scenes. Yeah, he got a cool. He got a cool sixty thousand. Gary, you ever seen the original Bad News Bears? Mm-mm. Oh, Jackie Earl Haley. <laughs> he was the new Freddy Krueger. Yeah, he got forty grand. So that's what they made. That's amazing. They could not even make payroll on what they got back. Mm. So this was a lost endeavor, and it doesn't help someone like Robert Rodriguez get to make another movie. Maybe that's why he used all his family. You know, he didn't have to pay them. But I bet he financed this himself mostly. Probably so. Well, he couldn't have. Not $65 million, But that's why at the beginning of the movie, it had all those different uh, hedge fund companies yeah. coming up of wh- who, you know, made the movie at the beginning. Mm. But anyway, we're getting... He, he goes, finds the gypsy lady. Uh, the guy comes in on the bike trying to kill him. And he puts his head into the stake. I was like, that is disgusting. That's almost a saw kill. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was rough. Did he really die? I don't think. No. I would I would think none of them did. I didn't think most people died. I thought the whole thing was just a movie set, right? So, Gary, would you like getting up every day and going in and pretending to do this to get Ben Affleck to talk? Um. Would I like it? I don't Every think day you're supposed to ride. This is well, the 13th least, time. At least I don't think any of them liked it. How much are they spending on budget? At just least to gra- do this Groundhog Day was funny. I mean, this is this was like a futuristic Groundhog Day, basically. This was a poor yeah. man's Christopher Nolan's Inception. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. It's this it. is a terrible Inception. Mm. I feel like I got incepted. That was, that was Leo, wasn't it? Yeah. They that, needed, was, that was a horrible movie, too. They needed Leo in this movie. Yeah. It would have been a little more. But, so he's he's trying to go, so he goes in there. It is it is so hard to explain what goes on in this movie to yeah. the listeners. It is. Because you, as you're explaining it, you're, all you do is think about the end where none of it was real in the first place. So it's like, why even talk about it? None you know? of this mattered. Yeah. it. There's a reason... Okay, so he keeps doing the same so, thing. So would you forgive the wife? Like, what, do you think? No. Do you, I would not. Why does he want to be with her? Yeah. I mean, because even, I guess the way they played it was that she was hypnotized and brainwashed into thinking that. And once all of a sudden her and the daughter, like, butt heads together, and all of a sudden she she changes. That daughter was like poltergeist power. Yeah. I and mean, she had it going, man. She was like. Like okay, I, okay. When we get to this scene, uh, the when he goes in to Jeff Fahey's house to see his daughter, all the dominoes are set up. Yeah. Like I kept, I, I even told my wife because she was kind of watching the end. I was back home at this point to finish the movie out. 
Like, do they have to step over these dominoes all the time? Like, I would get annoyed with that. Like, constantly having to step over the dominoes because we're waiting on yeah. Ben Affleck to show up. So the dominoes just you sit see, there. And you know they didn't have a dog because the dog would have come through. Oh, my was, gosh. Yeah. Gary would have knocked over the dominoes I probably. Fe- I would have fell over. I would have, like, stepped on one and then just fell over. Yeah. yeah. But then she's sitting there like the last airbender, like, just sitting there, like, waiting on her dad to come in. I'm surprised she didn't go, Daddy? He's like, I'm here for you. <laughs> I've smoked a lot. Uh, <laughs> I used my, my NASCAR, and I got here fast. Oh, the train thing, too, by the way, where he's hiding in the trains, and it, it's just. It is hard to talk about this movie. Cause yeah. They, just, they tried to do so much seemingly cool stuff, but it was lost in the story. Like, I, I like movies that have like a huge plot twist at the end mm-hmm. but this was one that was just trying so hard and it just didn't it was like robert rodriguez was going we're going to be smarter than yeah. the viewers yeah it's I'm like that calling. offensive coordinator for a football team rather than running the ball he continually said like andy reed andy reed just ticks me off to all in sometimes with kansas city you got first and goal at the three, and you're doing lateral passes, you know, you know, to tight ends coming across just because you want to look, look smart, you know, and just just do do the simple thing, you know, and I, that that was what's missing with this. Did we did we talk about the guy making Mountain Dew in the basement? I did think that was pretty funny. Mountain Dew, I missed that. Uh, he was where was he? The the um, wait, which guy was? The guy that went the, and visited the, his house. The yeah. black guy that was it is it this river they one but he had some guy in the basement trying to make Mountain Dew. And I don't remember like why, but why Mount okay, like, Gary, like, you can make one soda for the rest of your life. What are you making? You're, are you making meth or are you making soda? Wait, what? <laughs> I just want to see <laughs> No, but he had, I mean he did have like a whole like Looked like a moonshiner setup, and he said he was trying to make Mountain Dew. Why does he want to make Mountain Dew? I don't remember. That's <laughs> no. like one of the worst soft drinks. I don't drink soft drink. Okay, Roger's looking at me. I don't <laughs> drink soft drinks, so my opinion is probably bad. Like, if, if I'm going to drink a soft drink, I want to drink Coca Cola. Mm. But I haven't had a soft drink in six years. Wow. Wow. So I've, I'm strictly water and. You drink Celsius. So I've gone to diet drinks now, and uh, you know, maybe someday I'll get off of them. But uh, but yeah, uh, but Mountain Dew was was always one of my favorites. And then when it came out with Code Red, mm-hmm. and then uh, the orange one, um, Live Wire. Yeah, and then they they've got a blue one. I don't caffeinated orange soda. That was that was awesome. What was that drink back in the nineties? It was kind of Surge. Remember Surge? Oh yeah, that's what you. Like surges at adult. There was, there was jolt. There was jolt. jolt. Okay, I used to drink that. I can't imagine what uh, the official movie torture dad would think about that because my dad was probably couldn't believe because that's just nothing but straight sugar, yeah. right? Like I would down a surge and be like, "What's going on? Let's go! <laughs> Party's going on! Let's go! Are you shaking? It's like, I'm shaking, Dad. I'm shaking." Yeah, it's like it's it's like the coffee fans at at, at a certain church, local church who uh, yeah you know, I don't understand that come for two and three stops a a, a day at the you know S- Surge Mountain Dew 
That's all myth. That's all myth for kids, right? Like they just gotta have it. It rots their teeth, but it gives them energy. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. I'm all hopped up, hopped up on Mountain Dew, old man. Well, what's funny is, is you get you get like twelve and thirteen year old kids, and they drink you know a bunch of those Mountain Dews, and they run around like it's like it's like a lock in. At a certain <laughs> point, they hit that wall and they hit it hard. <laughs> they, they literally just collapse. They and, crash just like you're doing drugs, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, Gary, what's anyway, your favorite soft drink? My favorite soft drink? Uh, like, a, it just kind of depends. I like a cheer wine sometimes. Yeah. Or um, my dad drinks Sundrop. Like, that's always been, he's drank Sundrop my entire life. Cherry lemon Sundrop is the best. And I that, love it. And that one he'll do is like a treat. Yeah. I and like that, cherry lemon Sundrop. That's a good one, too. All right, so story. Sweet tea's good, so, too, Story though. time okay. with Roger. Uh, so... My son Jordan uh, went to school most of his schooling. Glad up, he went to school. Yeah, in, you you made him go to school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he uh, he lived in Ohio, so um, one of the things that he would do is indoctrinate the Midwesterns with the Southern culture. Oh, so they came down to Gatlinburg for a school trip, and he made sure they had to go to Bojangles at least once, <laughs> and they he got they got cases of cheer wine and cherry sundrop. Um, cherry lemon sun drop uh, to drink at graduation at his graduation the valedictorian is telling like stories and remem- remembrances of their uh, their time in school together and they were like and the newfound joys of bojangles and cheer wine and so my son is known as the uh the, the Bojangles and Cheerwine guy, it, you know, that he still, when he hears from his classmates, it's 10 years later, and he still hears from his classmates. They'll show some pictures of like being at the beach down here at Myrtle Beach, and they'll show a picture of them at Bojangles or, or holding the Cheerwine or Sundrop. So, Pretty funny, huh? Yeah. So I went I went to see um, my stepmom's family, who's from Michigan, this past week, and that's like when they come to North Carolina, that's one of the first things they do. Is stop at Bojangles. Yeah, like every time, without fail. That- yeah, when 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 I lived up there, Michigan and Ohio, when we would come across and we we cross uh, into Elkin, that first exit that had a Bojangles, we mm-hmm. would hit that on the way back just every time. I yep. live close to one. I don't ever go to Bojangles. I, <sighs> Brad. Well, we, I mean, I go, but I that's so it, I used to go. I can't go now because I can't eat biscuits yeah. anymore. But it's just funny to me because. We have it all the time, and they're like Bojangles, you know, because they, they just got their first them. one in Columbus a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and their Bojangles up there looks like the Belmont uh, Chick Fil A. We have two two drive through lines and lines out to the parking lot. I'm not surprised to get Bojangles. So yeah, well, back to our movie. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> anything sorry. but this movie, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I don't know where we were at. We were. We we got off track. We started talking about the guy making Mountain Dew. Yeah, uh, sorry. No, that's that's a, that's a Gary. That you have fully indoctrinated yourself into this podcast, where you you bring up a topic and we 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 went off the rails with it. So that's yeah. You're officially official now. Yes, <laughs> you're you're no longer the side producer. You're a part of the uh, of the broadcast. Hosted here. by Raj, Brad, and producer Gary. Exactly. We've now given exactly. you that mantle. Yes. <laughs> with I'm honored. With great power comes great. Well, let's be honest. Torture. You don't like responsibility, <laughs> sir. Yeah. 
There's nothing responsible about this podcast, except no. except we try to prevent people from having to go watch horrible yes. movies. Yes, so Hypnotic, as we wrap this up, at the end, it is... Everybody gets killed. Everybody gets killed. And or do they? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was just excited that it was over. It, it, I like it. Roger, why do you think I was excited about this movie? Uh, because, what, was 88 minutes? Oh, it was so short. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But they set it up for a sequel. 94 that was, minutes. That was one of the funniest things to me. It was like, I didn't think it was a terrible movie, but I'm not watching it again. Well, we haven't like, got there yet, but the sequel, <laughs> they they set up for a sequel in this movie? They did. Um, they, <laughs> oh my God. like, everybody kind of walks, I, what was it they said? Like, everybody starts walking off into the sunset, and then something happens. But it, I felt, yeah, something, I can't, I can't remember what it was. I just wrote down, they did set it up for a sequel. Sorry. Roger, you got any... Uh, and that's the end. Ben Affleck takes his gypsy <laughs> wife back. His kid's the boss. Okay, I want to say this, though. I don't want to be in a relationship with my son if he has that much power. And I basically... There's going to be a day where he goes, kneel before me, father. And I'm going to have to kneel or he's going to blast well, that's me. usually what happens like when you, you're playing your son one-on-one in the in a sport, especially like basketball, and you, you finally he finally beats you, then you're just um, you're just a dweeb to him from then on. You know, yeah. he's lost, he loses all respect for you. Uh, that was the way my dad felt when I beat him, and that was the way I felt when Jordan finally beat me. I don't think I've ever beaten my dad in basketball. I'd like to think I could take him now. I know he's going to be listening. Can I take you in a game of basketball, Dad? What do you know. think? Yeah, I would definitely. Put money on Brad's dad. Uh, really? You'd put... Uh, I don't know. Mm, I, I don't know. I would watch my dad it. Thinks, I would watch that game, yeah. though, for sure. My dad thinks I could beat producer Gary in a fight, but not a prison fight. That's what he said. Me and producer Gary talked about this yesterday, didn't we, Gary? That you just, that and I said, I'm sweeping the leg. And he goes, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to... And then I said, maybe kick you the nuts. Like, Well, I'm excited because basketball season is happening. I'm going to get to see your dad about every once or twice a week from now Yeah, on. now you get to see dad, my and, dad. And, and I think I could take my dad in the game of basketball at this point. I think I could. And the hard part. I could, can't beat him in golf. Yeah. He's got me in golf. He's got you in golf. But not yeah. basketball. I think I could body him and just take him in and lay one up on him. Yeah. But, I mean, if I if I can beat my dad, will he move me up in the rankings of liking on this show? Because Roger, you and I are at the bottom of of who he prefers on the show. Oh yeah, there's Hannah. Yeah, there's Gary. Yeah, there's Jonathan. He said Trent did a great job. I think yeah. Trent's above us now. Wait, did you say I'm below Hannah? Uh, you're, you're Hannah. You and Hannah one A one B. He did send me a message saying Hannah's like the. The like keeps us, yeah, gives us something that we need on here. Yeah. So, do we brag about that every time? Like Hannah and the every listener, we've got at least one female who she enjoys the, our podcast. She's the she only lady. To, she happens to be the only one on it. She's the only one with ovaries that listens. Yes. <laughs> we have to brag. All right, you ready for some reviews? Unfortunately, yes. All right, here, there's some great reviews. Uh, the New York, uh, Glenn Kenny of the New York Times says, this movie is, if nothing else, 
ruthlessly ruthlessly efficient enough in delivering the crowd pleasing bits that uh, that a truly starving suspense genre hounds at least won't necessarily mind. Uh, another guy said it's uh, becomes a it becomes a little stained over its final act, but for the most part, it's a fast paced, a little and clever. stained. Yeah, my line well said a little poop stained. Here's, that he, here's the here's the best one. Um, the mood the mood is a gun happy, gun conspiracy minded, but the real killer is what what feels like eighty percent of the running time being spent with Affleck and co stars standing in rooms explaining the plot. Oh my gosh, that's actually a good description. Yeah. Uh, another guy says it sloppily executed without a hint of dramatic tension i wanted to be executed during this movie yes. um okay so we have some amazon reviews uh this guy c park says not a huge fan of affleck but this is a good one twist turns surprise ending oh my gosh not the best movie i've ever seen in my life but probably the best ben affleck movie i've watched oh my gosh if you're a Ben Affleck fan, chances are you're going to like it. We watched it twice. Can you imagine? They pulled a Hannah here. They watched it twice. I don't think um, watch it twice. A mystery science fi movie and a thriller. It was refreshing, said Cookmeister, to see a movie with lots of twists and turns where nothing is as what it appears to be. I, and lastly, awesome movie. I really like this movie, said Brenda. It had the feel of the original Firestarter movie. So, not exactly an original idea. I had to watch the movie twice to catch it, all the clues. You definitely need to be focused on this movie. That's what we told producer Gary when he watched it. Like, don't yeah. be sleepy. Yeah, yeah, you can't watch yeah, this movie. you got to be alert. This movie, for people with ADD, is not a good yeah. movie. Yeah, you can't watch it. Yeah. So, this this is a three or four Mountain Dewer. Just to oh, keep. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> producer Gary, movie torture, movie gold. Well... I'm not a good person to ask. I, I would say torture. I don't think I'd watch it again. I was confused most of the time just because they tried to do so much stuff, and it's like I don't – I, w- I want to know what's going on. You know, that was the biggest thing. Yes, that's, I, couldn't know, I didn't know anything was going on. Cause that's that's the thing. If it's that. a good movie and you miss something, you'll rewind it to go back like, oh, yeah, let's – wait a minute, I missed that. Let me go back and – this yeah. one – there went no way I was going to rewind it to watch anything. It was just like if I miss something, I miss something. Yeah, can it be over now? Yeah, let's so, just yeah. Yeah, torture, torture, Raj, over and over again. Torture. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a rack with my head in it and the knife coming down hard. It, this movie's definitely movie torture. I have these people here that wanted to watch it twice. They just want to be movie torture boarded because it's like waterboarding for them. Why would you do that? I could care so less about watching clues in this movie. Dumb movie. Never want to see it again. Not as bad as Batman and Robin. No, it's not the worst we've seen. Which it's, is always your your ultimate. <laughs> it's it's not even as bad as TMNT. Uh, yeah. But it's definitely in the bottom 10 of the movies we've done, in my opinion. It's bad. How many have we done? But before we, before we close, we forgot a segment that we love. Where would producer Gary be in this movie? Mm. I feel like I'd probably end up being one of the guys that got shot at the end when he's making everybody kill themselves. 
I don't know where I don't know where I'd want to be in this movie except not watching it again. I think <laughs> producer Gary should have been the part when he's like, "I'm hot, I'm hot." He starts taking his Hawaiian shirt off, walking out into the road, going, "I'm hot." <laughs> that would have been the best. He rips his Hawaiian shirt off, and they're sitting in the truck, going, "No, that Hawaiian shirt costs five dollars." How much do you think these guys were making to do this every day as actors? Jeez. Yeah. It was like, uh, what do you think? No, I think Gary would have been the guy following the girl, taking her clothes off. Oh, my <laughs> going! Can I get your number? Let me get your number. <laughs> Is that bra? I've never seen bra in real life. Whoa, man. <laughs> wow. It's like. He's seen a brawl, not to his third marriage, but he's. Seen oh, he has been married three times, and he has watched the old Victoria's Secret magazine. He gets shipped to his house. So. We pick because we love. We PG. love you, producer Gary. So yeah, he's the guy following the girl, taking her clothes off, and he's like mimicking her. It's kind of like a Simon Says. So he takes his Hawaiian shirt off and is screaming, "I'm hot! I'm hot!" <laughs> so Brad, how uh, how can people follow us again? Uh, Movie Torture Pod on Instagram. Email the show, movietorturepod at gmail.com. And, and and if you go there, there's some special uh, movie posters. Yes, you can catch out catch all our funny movie posters. Uh, usually, producer Gary is on all of them. I'm always uh, the woman. Dude. You are always the girl. <laughs> always. You're the girl in this relationship, You have the producer closest Gary. to a girlish figure <laughs> than we do, you know? You do. You're the youngest one on the cast. And, you're, and your face is pretty hairless, so, you Yeah, know. you are. You do have a hairless face. So. I... I always feel like I'm a little bit of roasting in there. There's always a little bit of roasting in there. <laughs> Who, Raj? He never roasts you. No, it just, I know it's not a, t- it's, it's like a Well, anyway. for producer Gary, my friend Roger. He's out. Well, Gary's my friend too. Thanks, Brad. My name is Brad. We will see you next week on Movie Torture.